Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Nick and James podcast, formerly A Thousand Tiny Tantrums. My name is James. I'm Nick. And how are you today? I just played video games all day. That's what I did. It's been a long time since I just sat down and played endless video games. Endless video games. Yeah, I mostly just lost myself in Animal Crossing. I'm on a terraforming spree, and I need to move one of my villagers' houses, so Mm. working on that. I mostly slept all day. Mm. I woke up. I was bored. I went back to sleep, pretty much, because I'm I'm working on finishing the Queer Panic video, which... By the time this episode comes out, the Queer Panic video will have been released, I believe. Mm. Um, But I'm working on finishing that now. And so the final kind of master, I didn't want to start doing that until my new professional Sennheiser headphones arrived. And they got here a day early. So after the podcast, I will begin work on that. I'm glad you found those. Yeah. I was going to pay $1,000 for the (laughs) new Apple Air. Pro Max pods. Yeah, but like we were in the car and we were like talking about it and I was like, wait. Well, you were like talking me out of it and then I got depressed and I came home and I was like, what other headphones are there? And then finally found a pair of professional headphones that don't have leather mm-hmm. around or pleather or whatever the, this yeah. fabric is around the ears because my head overheats really quickly. Yeah. Uh, and they give me a really bad headache. And mm-hmm. so I found them with fabric and I'm like, Oh, and these are Sennheiser, and they're actually made for media mastering. Mm-hmm. So awesome! So yeah. let's do that. And so I bought them immediately because they were on sale mm-hmm. for like half off. Yeah, really good sale. Yeah, I remember you got out, you got up and you were like, "Thank you for telling me not to buy the things." And I was like, "Oh, I was feeling bad for not telling you to buy the things." Yeah, I mean the mesh on the top of the <laughs> Apple Air yeah, Pro Pod nice Max things would be nice, but not well. Is it worth the Is extra nine hundred dollars or six hundred? However, it would have been a thousand for the Apple ones, and the Sennheisers were just under two hundred. Mm-hmm. So the extra eight hundred dollars for mesh on my head, <laughs> no. Um, stick a sponge up there. Yeah, like a wet sponge, like they they uh, they do when they give you the electric chair. Oh, well, I guess they don't really give you the electric chair anymore. I no think Spain from... does, not Spain, France. Really? No, I think France actually still does I th- the guillotine. I thought France banned. Uh, capital, capital punishment, capital maybe. Punishment. There's a country in Europe that still does like one of those like old school executions, and I can't remember what it is now. I was gonna say barbaric, but it's like lethal injection is way more barbaric than getting your um, head cut off. Yeah, I considered capital punishment to be a barbaric in general. So yeah, because unless you're dealing with someone like um, Charles Manson, who's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I did it. Someone who cannot be reformed by society. I like that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah, and even with Charles Manson, it's difficult because he himself didn't actually kill anyone. He just organized killings. Anyway, this is not the topic of the episode. Believe at it or all. not, we, like, uh, we're we, going to talk about we, online gaming. Yeah, for a second, we were leaning into too typical uh, gay podcast territory where we just talk about true crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, all the time. I, I, th- that's literally what the 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 queer panic video is is really that's true like it a, is... an 80 minute true crime yeah. documentary um which that's how long it is it's 80 yeah. minutes I, i'd like to do a deep that. dive about why queer people are so attracted to serial killers and true crime as a genre yeah there's a lot of kind of analyzing going on right now about why people in general are attracted to true crime but, like... but i mean every gay i know loves 
true crime. They love. They have a top three serial killers, like in terms yeah. of like who they like. And, and uh, this is not a new thing. This is like back in yeah. high school. Every yeah. queer I knew, like they were all lesbians, but they mm-hmm. all had their like top serial yeah. killers. And we like, all had serial killer books. It's never Dahmer. I never see anyone saying that Dahmer is like. No, that. I feel like he's too close to home. He's too close to home, <laughs> and it was that was too early to do swears, right? Yes, that was too fucked up. Like, the, and the there was another one. Um, oh, I can't remember his name, but he was a serial killer in Louisiana um, who killed uh, black men, and oh. he was he was black himself, mm. as if that makes it better. Um, but um, so it wasn't a race thing. But mm. he was gay, and he would kill these men and eventually he got caught because one of them got away Mm -hmm. and it turns out that he had killed like 40 or 50 people like i i I feel i don't think it's necessarily the reason he never got caught sorry let me just get this out there was because he was going after poor black men and the police didn't care oh yeah damn it like i don't think necessarily think it's like oh we we don't like the gay serial killers because like eileen wernos has a bit of a following like yeah but i don't think she has a following from lesbians. I think she has a following from gay men. Because <laughs> gay men are like, yes, lay bitch. Work. <laughs> Seriously, work. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about uh, gaming. We are going to talk about gaming. Yeah, gaming. Gaming. <laughs> um, competitive gaming. Specifically competitive online. Maybe even MMR, MMORPGs if we have time. So. Mamorphagas. The story behind this is James decided he wanted to watch... Arcane. Arcane on Netflix. And I have been trepidous going into that because I have some unresolved slash trepidous or trepidatious? Trepidatious? I don't know. I, I, I invent my own words half the time and then they get edited. That's what authors do. They get edited out of the manuscript and I'm like, why are you doing that? English is designed to invent words. That's kind of what English was created for. Um, That's why everyone who doesn't speak English hates it. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. So, like, I was kind of hesitant, too, because I have some very bad memories of League of Legends. I played... Which, if you don't know, Arcane is an animated series on Netflix that mm-hmm. is based on the world of the online game League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Which has been going for about 10 years. I played religiously. I don't... I'm not exaggerating when I say it was a religion for me for a while. I played Oh, yeah, like, when we first met, you you would not just play it, but, like, get really i turned into a very hateful person towards the end of my stint in league Mm. i played for about four to five years um and then it was when we were living together i was like this isn't me i can't i'm not becoming this person i'm making a decision not to become this person because i was turning in like you know you hear me on the podcast i'm very mild-mannered i'm very you know like conciliatory Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time, but league turned me. You, I was a different person, um, and I decided I didn't want to be that. So I was hesitant to get into Arcane, um, but it turns out that Arcane gives me an opportunity to be a fan of League of Legends without getting into the game. <laughs> and so after watching it, of course, I downloaded the game, and playing, <laughs> which then kind of Led ticked your me. addiction nerve and got yeah, because I was like getting so nostalgic, like going over all of like the champions and like kind of guiding you through, like okay, if you like playing Misfortune, of course you play Misfortune. Um, <laughs> the, the 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 fan, the people listening who are fans of League of Legends, they'll they'll like yeah, James plays Misfortune. Well, no, um, I played Misfortune. I don't actually have her. Yeah, now you play Azrael, which is even more typical. Well, Azrael, I got another one. Who, I I, who, I got who? the the hot one with the bow. 
Oh, Varric. 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 The hot one with the bow. Um, I remember his lore story, if you want me to go over that. But But I got him. So I've got, like, the hot gym bunny and the twink now. And they're my my two. And then I have have, uh, a girl. You started with... Who who, uh, may actually be the... um, Miss Fortune. Miss Fortune. Yeah, because yeah, you get the you when at the end you of the, that the f- intro, you can get you can pick at one of the ones that you played as. Yeah. Um, don't worry, I cautioned James against playing Lux. Um, I was informed <laughs> by another friend of mine that because you're gay, you playing Lux support is natural, um, even though it's wrong. Uh, <laughs> even though it's wrong, <laughs> Lux is so bad. I hate her so much. Anyway, so Arcane, uh, um, I'd heard good things about it, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to watch it, and I ended up really loving it mm-hmm. um you didn't like it quite as much as i did oh that, but... that doesn't just say that i didn't love it i'm just saying like i i i, I had some you had way more reservations yeah. um whereas i went in and just was wowed by the animation wowed by the voice acting the it was definitely it... a cut above absolutely like yeah like i was i was going in basically expecting american anime um and not saying that, you know, there's not anime that is incredibly well done because mm-hmm. there is. Um, a lot of it just hasn't been translated like, yet. Like this was on the same tier for me as like Avatar The Last Airbender season three. Like this was on the same tier three. for me as a lot of live action shows. Oh, yeah. Like this, like this eclipsed Avatar and really? okay. Legend of Korra and all of that. Like this went up into I understood why people were saying this is the animated Game of Thrones mm-hmm. because I, I got it. Oh, the politics in the show were excellently done. I loved that the show was like, yeah, this is an animated show and we're fine just mm-hmm. having two people sit in a room and talk. Oh, and especially, and make it look gorgeous. Yeah, make it the look gorgeous. The sets were but... gorgeous. The character models were gorgeous. The animation was very fluid. But I... being like, we don't need this to be action all the time, like every day. Mm-hmm. Like we can have an episode that's mostly just talking. Yeah. And I, I loved it because mm-hmm. I loved the characters. All of them. Oh, yeah. Like when a character would like bite it, even in the, the first three episodes, spoilers alert, <clears throat> uh, three characters... Uh, three ostensibly built up as main characters die in the yeah. third episode, and I felt bad. Like mm-hmm. I was the the guy with the the crazy hair, kind of looks kind of looks like yeah. Junkrat from Overwatch. Like those were brutal. I deaths. was I was excited to see more of him, and then he gets mm-hmm. a pole through his chest. Yep. Um, I mean, like I didn't expect them to survive because I played the game and they were in not the there. game. <laughs> but apparently, so, the daddy becomes a werewolf. Yeah, becomes Warwick. Yeah. So that was teased in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, which for eagle-eyed viewers it's not actually a tease it's just kind of like a i see it in the background yeah it's like when wakanda showed up on a map in age of ultron yeah it's like Um, only for the real nerds i feel like uh because league of legends has had its ups and downs in terms of its own lore creation and they've played with a lot of ways to kind of bring out the lore because i felt like they started with like a general kind of dota ripoff that ended up being better than dota um and they as they built this world, they're like, wait, there's more to this world than just the good nation and the bad nation and the technology nation and the magic nation. Yeah. Um, there's more to this world than that. And they the really started to... The water nation. <laughs> they, they really started to, as uh, they introduced more characters and more dimensions to the... And more, adi- more perspectives on these nations, they started to increase the complexity. Uh, Riot Games, that is. Um, they had, like, um, a sort of, like, weekly or monthly newspaper that they would be like hey this week in runeterra or yeah. is it runeterra i don't know 
Um, and they'd be like talking about the Noxian and Demacian War, uh, which of course the League of Legends is a proxy war so that the nation doesn't get destroyed with um, yeah. actual warfare, which mm. they've seemed to have distanced from a little bit. Uh, I'm not really clear on where the League of Legends itself factors into the mythology of uh, the lore. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, this show, Arcane, will clear that up. Um, yeah, because it has been renewed for a season two. And this is abundantly... A, they, they and I love the announcement prequel, for season two, too. Was it? it was... Um, uh, they released a trailer, and it was, you know, the Arcane logo, mm -hmm. and that kind of started to crack, and then mm -hmm. it blew up, and it was two... And then instead of saying, like, coming soon or mm -hmm. something like that, it was in production. Yeah. So it was like, we're on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, um, and then League of Legends. We're not going to make you wait, a bunch, like, several years like we did with The Witcher. <laughs> uh, apparently, we shouldn't expect it in 2022. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I heard that if it's going to be in 2022, it will be December. Mm -hmm. um, and also that they're going to possibly play with the release strategy because this mm -hmm. came out three episodes at a time once a week. Mm -hmm. Um, and they might, uh, either do it as an episode a week or they might do it as a normal Netflix drop. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so not sure. After this newsletter thing, Riot Games started just being like, okay, we'll advance the lore through events, which were very sporadic and not, con and not really on a consistent keel and introducing new characters with lore. Yeah. Uh, their backstories, which set up a really awkward precedence because you get new characters that would be basically retconning the world as it existed that would still be referenced in old characters' bios. Mm -hmm. So it was just very messy for a while. Um, they started introducing, leaning heavily into sort of a meta kind of narrative around they would release promotional material. They started with about when they released Jinx, actually. Mm -hmm. um, Jinx and then Violet and then Echo. Uh, Diana also was another one that they did that with. I'm sorry. I'm just rhyming off. Um, I just remember I all of this. Some of them are. I remember all of this. Um, so clearly. Uh, and then, so they, I, I, it was about that time, apparently, because, um, Art Riot gave the creators of Arcane seven or six years to work out this story. Um, so it was about to that work time. out a television series mm -hmm. that a lot of people thought, you know, oh, it took them seven years to make season one. No, it was work out a television series. Yeah. Um, um, and because and then they pitched it to people. Mm -hmm. That's why they, this something you notice on the Netflix is that it, there seemed to be commercial breaks, mm -hmm. and that's because Riot Games produced the series and then mm -hmm. sold it to Netflix. Yeah, but they assumed that they would be selling it to a network. Yeah, a network. Mm -hmm. And I guess the networks were like adult animation. Nobody yeah, wants that. It, I. Whereas not, Netflix is like. We've been making a fortune off of anime, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yes, give, mm -hmm. give. And it's nice to see, like, American animation develop its own style. Like, just saying, like, it's... Like, with Castlevania, like, that's American animation, and mm -hmm. it's, like, apparently just blowing people out of the water. That, I really like, want to watch that, yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I really want to. Um, gay vampires. Like, you know, in honor of Anne Rice, watch a gay vampire content. Like... Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, I really enjoyed it. And that, mm -hmm. that's kind of our, our I, jumping like, off point to talk about competitive gaming. Yeah, I, I just want to say, like, I think you're selling me short, like, because you're like, oh, you didn't like it as much as I do. I was blown away by it. Like, Well, you had a lot of negative stuff to say I about it. I didn't have a lot of negative stuff to say about it. I had some, because you know me, I'm long-winded. So even if it's a little bit of a gripe, I stretch it out into, like, you know, a thousand words. Uh, <laughs> at, at least. So, so you're like, great at writing video essays. <laughs> There were only two areas that I had like 
a serious concern, not a serious concern, but kind of like, yeah, I would have done it differently. Um, and a few other like little things that I'm kind of like, eh, I see where you're coming from. But ultimately, like this is once again, like the Eternals, we both think that this could have benefited from having more episodes. I think it could have. I wanted more. I don't like, think it necessarily say. needed more episodes. I think the episodes could have been longer. Uh, Instead yes, of hitting yes. the 40 minute mark, they could have gone to 60. Mm -hmm. um, because they're unlike the Eternals, where I was like, look, mm -hmm. you should have just gotten rid of Kingo, didn't need mm -hmm. him. There's no character on Arcane that I'm like, didn't need him. Absolutely. Even the ones that don't become champions, I was like, yes, more of that. Yeah, like I loved each and every one of them. Uh, like Silco was such an amazing villain because by the end of it, I was like, no, 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 no. I don't yeah. want him to die. Yeah. Um, like, and I just, and I, the I, development yeah. of Jinx as, 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 as she's, I've seen her described mm -hmm. as Harley Quinn yeah. and the Joker <laughs> as one person. And that's completely what she is. Mm -hmm. Um, was just so good. And mm -hmm. we're kind of completely ignoring the fact of lesbian lead character. Oh, yeah, obviously. The, you know, it, it was to the point where I was looking at James like, friendship hand-holding, friendship face-touching. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, I, like, read into it, and mm -hmm. the producers were, are like, no, no, they're, mm -hmm. this isn't queer-baiting. They're gay. Um, but, like, I, I loved the show so much be for just developing the characters to the point where, spoiler alert once again, um, you get the last episode, and you get Jinx putting the platter on the table. Yeah. And it's a very much like what's in the box moment. Like, yeah. It's like, oh my God, did she actually kill her? Because like on one hand, I'm like, okay, Caitlin's in the actual game. On the other hand, I'm like, wait, she's crazy enough that she might do it. Like, yeah. And they might just be, you know, throwing out the mm -hmm. the rules of the game kind yeah. of thing. Um, but then obviously they didn't. Yeah. She, she actually says, I'm not that, that comment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I love that they managed to kind of get you into it to the point where you are willing to give it the suspension of disbelief. Like yeah. that they actually, and I just, I, I loved how dark the show was not necessarily in terms of the content because I, I, I live for that, but also just the color palette. They weren't afraid to use animation with some very dark shading, mm -hmm. which I, I loved it. I loved all of the sets. I loved the design. I loved the stark difference between Piltover and Zon. Mm -hmm. I, I just loved it anyway. Yeah. So we should talk about the actual game itself and your newfound experiences. Well, I don't, not, I've only I've only played it like yeah. three or four matches at this point. I, mm -hmm. I want to talk more about um, online gaming in general. And you you kind of touched on how toxic you became playing it. Yes. And like online gaming for me did not exist. Like I did not care mm -hmm. about online gaming at all. Like the closest thing to online gaming that I did was Minecraft. Mm -hmm. Um until Overwatch came out. Mm -hmm. And that was the first online game that I really played. Um, and I got into it slowly and then fell off a cliff to my death and mm -hmm. just completely became obsessed with the lore and the meta and mm -hmm. watching YouTube videos about, uh, like, hour-long YouTube videos mm -hmm. about strategy and yeah. all of this stuff. And and then just, like, being infuriated that that, that like, my team wasn't, doing the yeah. right thing and i would play it for like for 10 hours a day mm -hmm. like just religiously just, like i said it yeah. became a religion and i i rarely play it now like when an event starts i'll go mm -hmm. in i'll check out the skins if there's one that's i'm like oh that's a really cool skin then you know i'll play a couple of arcade matches to get some loot boxes but other than that i don't play it very often at all other than, or other than to drop into quick play if I'm bored yeah. for like one or two matches. Um, but that's... Then from Overwatch, I went into Battlefront, mm -hmm. uh, the Star Wars game, 
and, and then a Battlefield. Bit, a bit of Battlefield, yeah. Yeah, Battlefield, which I actually liked more than Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just got killed so much. I'm really bad at it. Like, I think... Uh, I, I think At with, both of them. I'm terrible at uh, both of them. <laughs> I think with me and League, I kind of recognize that sort of very toxic element of myself coming out through online gaming. And that's why when we were playing Overwatch together, I, I nodded out. I um when you were kind of hitting your stride, I was kind of like, nope, can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, like I got to the point where I was like, okay, I need to be good at a DPS character, mm-hmm. a healer, and a tank. And so I got really good with Bastion, Mercy, and Diva. Mm-hmm. And then when they nerfed Diva, I had like a mental breakdown. Yeah. Because I and when they reworked Mercy, so she couldn't do the six res and mm-hmm. the five res anymore. Um. I was so angry. Yeah. And like looking back, I'm like, I was so angry over a video game. Yeah. And, and like, and that's, the, that's what I wanted to talk about. Like kind of a little bit going into this is like these video games trick you into thinking that this is the most important thing in your life. I don't quite understand the psychology of how that happens. And I don't even want to talk about how much money I spent on loot boxes. Ooh, yeah. Um, just like insane, which is, is something that I like about the con, the, the build of league of legends. One, it's free to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you want a character, you can earn them through gameplay. Mm-hmm. And if you want a skin, then you buy the skin outright. You don't have to do loot boxes. Yep. Sometimes, you know, it might be 20 bucks mm-hmm. for the skin, but you know, you just buy it and you're done. You yeah, don't like, have I, to spend $50 on loot boxes and then maybe not get it. I, I don't understand how like, you know, these companies say like, I don't understand how we're going to make post-release gate money without loot boxes when there are companies like Digital Extremes and Riot do Games, Warframe. Uh, yeah, Warframe and League of Legends that have an entire free-to-play model where you pay for aesthetics. You don't pay for yeah. loot boxes, you pay for the actual thing that you're buying. Yeah. And, okay, developers. You want, means... everybody wants their character to look mm-hmm. different when they're yeah. playing an online yeah. game. So everyone is going to buy a fancy mm-hmm. skin. Yeah. If you give them, like, I would have, I probably wouldn't have stopped playing Overwatch, mm-hmm. like, I would have stopped playing it the way I was, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have stopped as wholesale as I have if, you know, when a new event came out and there were new skins, I could just be like, yep, yeah, give me the Bastion skin well, because I have all of the Bastion skins because mm-hmm. of just playing so much. Um, and then, you know, buying a crap ton of loot boxes. Um, and, but if it had been able to be like, okay, just buy the Bastion skin or mm-hmm. just buy the Mercy skin mm-hmm. or the Diva or the Orissa or Junkrat or whatever, then because when you're playing, I, I, I got to the point where I was playing Overwatch just to get loot boxes. Yeah. And there was no other reason. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't getting anything else out of it. I wasn't com- playing competitive anymore because that was just a headache. Yeah. And so I was only playing it to get loot boxes. And I was like, oh, I get it now. I get problem gambling now. Yeah. Like I get how, you know, someone can go into a casino and bad things will happen <laughs> because like I've gone into casinos and played blackjack and stuff. And it, my, my worst story of it is that I went in, I put down $20 over the span of the next 10 or 15 minutes. I won about 500 and then I lost it all. <laughs> so I didn't really, I lost 20 bucks really. Yeah. But like, it doesn't, it feels like you lost a hundred and 520. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, but that's like my worst story from a casino. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and but like for Overwatch, how many hundreds of dollars oh, did I lose uh, on loot boxes? Yeah. Like, and, and, like, but the reason why Overwatch after pe- play, play, 
after paying up front for the game. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and the reason why, like, you have... Um... Just uh, let me get one anecdote out. I wasn't very good at DPS, mm -hmm. and I was convinced it was because I wasn't good with a controller. Yeah. And so I bought the PC version of the game, even though, even though I don't own a PC or a gaming PC, mm -hmm. installed Windows 7 on my Mac, buying Windows 7, to see if I was better at DPS with a mouse. That's how invested I was yeah. in it. And I, then I, I discovered, no, I'm <laughs> not any better with a mouse. <laughs> and the, the reason why, like, you get, like, these loot box companies is because, like, you know, like, think about the skins that do come out for Overwatch as a comparison. Like, mm -hmm. most of them are just color changes. It's the yeah. base costume with a slight color change. Very few skins are And it's actually... a thousand gold gold it's really hard Platinum. to kind of gauge the currency as it exists in comparison to dollars in terms of like you know how much money you spend on the game for how much gold you get because that's different for how much content you already have and for like you know you can't buy gold for the game yeah so like which is another frustrating thing mm -hmm. so like you get these skins at, like every event and events are uncommon with league of legends rel uh, with uh overwatch yeah, relative they're, to they're other seasonally. games yeah, relative to other games, events come out for Overwatch at a very snail's pace. Yeah, you get one for Christmas, one for... Halloween's, uh, Chinese Halloween, New Year, Chinese Winter New Games. Year, win well, Winter and Christmas are the same thing. Okay, so yeah, Summer and Games. Summer Games. So you get four. Um, yeah. You get one a season. Oh, and Anniversary. The Anniversary. That's, that's new skins, though. That doesn't bring in new game modes or okay. anything. Uh, yeah, I'm just talking about new skins. Like we're like oh. kind of, but, well, sometimes you'll get them for like Valentine's Day, and yeah. sometimes they'll drop them randomly. But like, it's still at a much slower keel than other games, and that's because uh, Blizzard has Activision has Blizzard operate or the Overwatch team operating on a skeleton crew. It's yeah, a, once the game came out, they mm -hmm. dropped the crew down to the developers down to next to nothing. That's one yeah. of the reasons that the lead developer on the game, who I knew his name and a lot he, about yeah. him by heart for a long time, but now I can't remember his name. He left. Yeah. And then the next guy in charge left. Yeah. And now there's a new guy in charge and because they're trying to figure out, they realize, okay, we we're doing all of this work on overwatch Two. The fan base does not want overwatch Two. Mm -hmm. They want more overwatch. Yeah. And because they've invested in overwatch. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, so am I going to lose all of my skins when overwatch mm -hmm. two comes out, et cetera, et cetera. And well, so they're trying to figure that out I, on a business. Side that's also things. just dumb. I hate how, you know, online games that are meant to be investments, uh, put, put a two beside them, like destiny two, like, okay, if destiny two, why, why not just make an upgrade to destiny one and keep the story going? Yeah. And it's because destiny people stopped playing destiny one because you know, spoiler alert, it, it wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. People who liked it had nothing to but complaints about it. Yeah, like World of Warcraft has been the dominant mm -hmm. game, online game for like 20 years, like forever, for such a long time. Mm -hmm. um, would that have happened if five years later they released World of Warcraft 2? Exactly. And you lost all your weapons yeah. and, and, and all like, of that. And like players of World of Warcraft still complain about like, we need, we need a graphics update across the board. We need them to take the game down for like, you know, a day so they can... Yeah, they could do a complete engine overhaul. Yeah. And, and people who've played World of Warcraft have been talking about that. But then again, we have ESO. So why do you need World, World of Warcraft 2? Um, yeah. And I prefer ESO because <laughs> it's not that sort of click and move it's a little bit more engaged well that but it's it's the combat system i like the combat system better it's real-time yeah. combat instead of and that's why games like the older public flounder next to world of warcraft because they're basically world of warcraft with the star wars skin yeah 
whereas ESO is a little bit different. It's not Bethesda. It's a company working with the property. But but it is owned mm-hmm. by Bethesda. Oh, yeah. It's still, like, yeah. you can... I think at this point, you can go to Skyrim oh, yeah. in it. Uh, you couldn't in the original. It's just you could only go to half a Skyrim. Oh. <laughs> um, the Ebon Heart Pact, I think, was centered in Skyrim. Um, or it was centered in Ebon Heart. I can't remember. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, World... Um, Overwatch produces these lame... Most of the skins are lame, just recolors. Sometimes they have metallic textures. And, like, out of every event, I think there's only, like, two or four skins that change the character. Yeah. Uh, That's all League of Legends skins. That's all of them. Except for the ones that were released in, like, the first two years. They just started making new... Like, oh, Pirate Katarina. Imagine that. Like, not just her costume change color, but the actual uh, outfit changes. And now they have, like, different tiers of skins and stuff. And so, like, that's because, unlike Blizzard, um, the Riot has the League of Legends team operating at full staff. In fact, they continuously grow. Yeah. Uh, they don't shrink the staff. They keep people on. They keep people, especially developers, They because they want to have developers who know the history of each character's update history. So they can be like, okay, this worked for this character, this didn't. Because if yeah. they're constantly changing staff, they're like, okay, I don't remember how we overcame this um balancing issue yeah and like when i downloaded the game and i did see that it is mm-hmm. just you know buy your shit and mm-hmm. not loot boxes and stuff like that i was really impressed because loot boxes gambling mechanics in video mm-hmm. games have become so prevalent mm-hmm. um and infamous i don't know how they're becoming more prevalent at the same well, time they're becoming you... less prevalent now but okay they, they kind of hit a saturation point mm-hmm. at which point you know government started saying uh, we're not going to let your game be in our country kind of thing mm-hmm. And that was the saturation point, and that's when s- certain games started to pull back, like Battlefront Two and stuff like that. Um, but they're they're still incredibly predatory Absolutely. services yeah. around. Yeah. Like, and I mean, yes, you can just buy the skin. It's still incredibly predatory. Mm-hmm. It's a FOMO thing because if you're playing the game and you're playing as uh, uh, Echo, mm-hmm. and you're playing the game and you're enjoying yourself, and then someone on the other team is playing Echo, but they have this really cool skin. Mm-hmm. Well, you're like, I want that skin. Yeah. That's so much better than the base one. Yeah. I want that one. And then it's like, oh wow, that skin's like twenty bucks. Okay, well here's my visa. Okay, well, and then your visa is on file, and then the next time you see a skin you want, you just go boop and okay. you buy. It, it is a ha- pr- very predatory, and this isn't saying that like this is, you know, this is the way they make money to continue the game honestly how but is that it's not diff- as bad it's 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 much it's not as bad as loot boxes mm-hmm. but, but how it is, is still predatory how is that different than amazon suggested items lists oh i absolutely yeah, and that's also predatory yeah. i'm not it's trying saying, to defend I, capitalism it's, right it's saying like <laughs> amazon sort of saying like oh you bought this action figure well mm-hmm. here's another one in yeah. the set like Complete that kind of thing yeah like that's it's completely predatory. That that is online capitalism. Is, like, I'll get is like I, you order something from a website once, you get emails from them forever. Okay, like but, but the thing about this is like I'm um, not attacking like oh, Riot Games or League yeah. of Legends or anything like that. I'm just saying the video game industry as a whole mm-hmm. has extremely predatory uh, yeah. practices. Honestly, the only company I can't think of I can think of that has mostly no predatory practices is Nintendo. Yeah. But with their mobile games, mm-hmm. they do. Where yeah. it's like literally, here, download the Mario game for free. You can only play so many levels. And I heard the know. mobile Animal Crossing game was also just awful. Like yeah, that. and you know Nintendo like for and Mario all... Kart is the mobile Mario Kart is just a, a disaster. Oof. 
like and, and you know like that's also not saying like oh shop nintendo it's saying like you know like nintendo doesn't have the issue around they have a very old school approach to dlc right like it's additional content for the game you pay a set price for it um they typically don't have any microtransactions in the game so it's a very old school model and i think and nintendo really because they lived through the video game crash mm -hmm. of the 80s they know that when people get angry at the video game industry the the industry can topple they've seen yeah. it topple before yeah. and the nintendo i they 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 made it through the first time they and they if there's another one they would like to make it through again yeah. so they don't want parents groups and stuff like that mm -hmm. saying nintendo you know the mario company with yoshi and, yeah. and donkey kong they're coming after our kids. Yeah, which is also why they are very careful about their intellectual properties because and how those properties are represented mm -hmm. because they don't they want to make sure that it's evergreen, that it's something that's going yeah. to be timeless, like Disney. Um, oh, Disney's super predatory. <laughs> no, and just in terms of wanting to be very careful about how it handles its IPs, like that the, we wrote the video about that. The Disney princesses need to have an element of timelessness. Yeah. Um, and this, this isn't us defending Nintendo because for all that Nintendo is better than they some companies at. Chris Pratt. Yeah. For all that Nintendo is better than at, at certain things than other companies, Nintendo also is very bad with its, you know, copyright claims, um, its interactions with people trying to promote work on. Yeah. Doing Let's Plays, yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, like, you know, they're, 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 they, they're very good when it comes to how they treat their staff. Mm -hmm. Like Nintendo is one of those companies where the CEO actually took a pay cut instead of firing people. They have mandatory time off for their developers, which yeah. is why games uh, take longer to develop. Yeah. That's Nintendo. why you only get three or four first party mm -hmm. Nintendo games a year. Whereas you get an EA game every month and you know, that's why. So Nintendo is, there is no perfect video game developer, but Nintendo is better yeah. than most of the yeah. others. And, and like, that's why I, I'd also consider like, you know, um, Riot Games and Digital Extremes and other com smaller companies like that, that have yeah. these sort of more niche projects or really developers that only have one project. Yeah. Um, and that like, like super giant games. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because uh, they're, they like, you know, they're, they're corporations. They're not your friends. But like, <laughs> oh, like the way, like, you know, Jim Ster or Stephanie Sterling knows about that. Like just the way that people will heap on to defend their preferred, preferred corporations. Yeah. In general, it's not even game companies. Yeah. It's it, like, well, look at Elon Musk. Yeah. Well, it, it, Elon Musk, but I'm talking about like people will go to the bat and die for Disney mm -hmm. against, say, Warner Brothers or Universal. Mm -hmm. um, and again, that comes from predatory stuff of mm -hmm. get them while they're young because mm -hmm. once once oh, yeah. you become a part of their life when they're young they will defend you till the death yeah so we were talking we and somehow a discussion about like you know like just a competitive gaming we end up talking about how much capitalism sucks oh which, i knew that was gonna happen go us yeah high five uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um that was inevitable talking about I'm... gaming is gonna be how gaming is toxic <laughs> But um, like, just look at the comments on my gaming video. <laughs> before I went back to school two years ago, I actually did kind of. You, you might remember this. I was like, you know what? I want to try League again. And for like about two weeks, I played League, and I walked away. It mm -hmm. was fine uh, because I realized I don't need to treat this like this is the only thing in my life. Yeah, I don't need to treat that. And I so I played to had fu have fun, and mm -hmm. I played goofy characters. I played in goofy styles. Um, I didn't play competitive and I let people know like, hey, I'm just, hey, I let people know in chat know like, hey, I'm just screwing around. Yeah. Um, and they're like, yeah, me too. And like, um, honestly, from playing last night and I haven't played sorry. today, I don't know if I will. Um, I like just going against the computer. Mm -hmm. 
Um, like I like the yeah. gameplay. I think it's fun. I think if I go into matches against other people mm-hmm. um, who probably have more experience than me, f- for one thing, uh, uh, I will just get frustrated. At early levels, they kind of are a little bit better about you know evening out how long pair, pairing you off with people who have been playing for as long as you have. Yeah, but Smurf accounts exist. That's true. I'm on, I'm playing on one. Yeah. Um, like that was a, a nightmare thing with Overwatch is mm-hmm. that teams would people would create a second account so that they could play with their friend who was a silver mm-hmm. in competitive, but they were, you know, a diamond or something like that. And then they would basically carry their friend up to diamond. But because you're, you're on a team against someone who's got, you know, a diamond FPS. Mm-hmm. FPS? First person. No. Um, ADC? DPS. No, DPS. Yeah. Uh, who's got a diamond like soldier running around. Mm-hmm. You're screwed. Yeah. Or a Diamond Widowmaker. And it halts your own natural skill progression, which is why if I am playing on this Smurf account, um, I'm not going to be playing competitive. In fact, on my main account, I don't want to play competitive anymore. It's just, I I don't want to have anything to do with that. I don't like, for me, video games should not stress you out. Agreed. That's kind of my my thing now. Like, even when I was playing, most recently when I was playing um, uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Mm -hmm. um... I was getting a bit stressed out when I got to the Pokemon League because Mm -hmm. for the first time in God knows how long, I got to the Pokemon League and was dying. Like, well, I was not, like I was, all my Pokemon were fainting. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last generation that happened in. Um, And like, I was actually grateful for it because I was like, you know, I played the game for a lot longer Mm -hmm. than I usually play Pokemon games because of that. And... But I was getting a bit frustrated. Not angry, but frustrated. Mm-hmm. But I can see in, like, if I was playing a more complicated JRPG, mm-hmm. just getting frustrated with things. Like, And that's one of the reasons I have a hard time playing games with a lot of cutscenes. Because <laughs> I just get frustrated, like, I want to play the game. Yeah, yeah. And then when I get back to the game, I'm tilted. Yeah, what was a game? I was playing a game like that recently, where it was just like, okay, cutscene, 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 cutscene. That's annoying. Yeah. Uh, but you know, competitive games don't have that. No. Um, I, I, and that's I, why Overwatch was my go-to for so long because I could just jump in and play the game. I I really like League, both in a theoretical sense, and you know, sometimes when I'm having fun playing it, just because it is a very strategic game. It's much more strategic than Overwatch. Um, and I think like that's something that playing. Well, with- I think Overwatch is supposed to be strategic. And if you play it strategically with your team, it's probably more fun. Oh, yeah. But like League, <laughs> there's much more personal strategy. Like, how am I going to build my character? How am I going to level up my character? Like, you yeah. know, like, depending on what lane you're going, like, you were kind of playing it a little bit like a shooter at first because you were trying to hide behind a barrier. Yeah. Uh, for Because I, I figured, like, I'm behind a rock. I'm fine. No. <laughs> yeah, it's not a cover game. And, you know, like, this is your still your fourth match. I'm not, like, expecting you to be, like... On my level, bro. Like, because I've got like several years. Because you're a toxic gamer. Uh, <laughs> get good. Um, no, I've been playing this for a while. So, like, I'm. Dark Souls playing, motherfucker. Uh, I don't like Dark Souls as much as Bloodborne. Well, same thing. Bloodborne, it's a different skin. Bloodborne's a little bit easier, I think. Sekiro died. Also cooler. 500 aesthetic. times. <laughs> I tried playing Bloodborne and it was sucked because I was having fun. Mm-hmm. But just, I died so much, I couldn't get past, like, 
anything. So like, I think the, screw it. The thing with Soulsborne games is like you got to think of them. It's less about like you know like I'm here to win. You're just it's about a certain mindset. You need a certain mindset to enjoy these games. Yeah, I don't have mindset and, of enjoying failure. Yeah, I like and you know honestly, Dark Souls and Soulsborne are uh, Soulsborne. Um, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, Bloodborne are games that would be, that would be good in like a more sort of linear media. Like, uh, honestly, I would have really liked them if there had been like an even slightly lower difficulty that I could mm-hmm. choose. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. Like, I like to play on normal or hard just because I like to be challenged. And sometimes, but I like to be able to go down to easy if this is like. But that's okay, the thing. There, that's the thing is that with like Bloodborne, you're not on. There's no normal. I believe that multiple. You're on extra hard. Multiple difficulties should exist for every game. I'm a firm believer of that. As someone who doesn't absolutely the whole play like super easy modes, the like, whole like oh you you well don't play the game if you want to play it on easy or something like that. It's okay, like well, guess what asshole? Some people have disabilities mm-hmm. and they can't play a game that requires split second trigger finger. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. I, I I've been seeing stuff. more and more people being like, hey, I love video games. But I also suck at video games. Yeah. I cannot properly afford my affection to Hollow Knight because it is so prohibitively difficult. Yeah. Like if you're someone, especially if you're someone who like you've got a kid and you work and everything and you know, you've got two hours in the evening where you can sit down and play a game. Mm -hmm. You don't want to play one where you spend those two hours just grinding through the same 10 feet. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely right. I'm... Like, you want to play something yeah. like Breath of the Wild, where no matter what you do, you feel like you're making progress. Oh, yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. Um, or Skyrim, or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, or something that is just, like, easier, like, or with no story at all, like Stardew Valley. Like Yeah, and I don't even include, like, uh, Red Dead Redemption in that, mm-hmm. because that's, you know, for an hour and 45 minutes of that two hours is taken up by fucking cutscenes. Oh, you're not wrong. Um, I like the, I like, like, I, I, I online feel, is different. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the online really has like, there's no, for me, there's no goal. Oh no, you're absolutely right. There is no goal. You kind of have to discover what goals you can do and then set goals for yourself. So I'm like, yeah. absolutely. It's not for everyone. It's like, um, it's this weird p- part with me where like, I don't want something that's, I don't, I don't like long linear games mm-hmm. i like linear games to be short and tight and done and you like your open world games to be non-story based where there's a story going on mm-hmm. but if i don't want to take part in it i don't have to exactly uh so breath of the wild and skyrim and fallout things like that i love that uh, but at the same time i love games like uh star wars fallen order mm-hmm. uh, the last of us games that are very narrative yeah but it uses the narrative and the gameplay mm-hmm. to tell the story. Yeah. And you're never just stuck in like a 30 minute cutscene where you're like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't understand why it's 2021, the end of 2021. And we still have games coming out that are massively cutscenes. Like what was that game quantum leap or something where you had to download basically 20 hours of cutscenes that weren't on the disc because they wouldn't fit. Like, Oh, I forget what, what was that game. I forget I what it remember. was called, but I, re- I remember what one you're talking and it's about. Like, People were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, that was a problem with the Final Fantasy XV. Uh, if you remember, they had to download a huge, like, 20 gigabyte patch with it. Like, Oddly, Final Fantasy XV, I didn't find, had too many. No, uh, I don't think it did either. But... Uh, but I think it was mostly, there was so much game 
yeah. to put on the disc. I that have you did have to download video. I have a bunch of problems with Final Fantasy Fifteen. I have a bunch of things that I like about the Final unfinished Fantasy quality of it. <laughs> the unfinished quality, and specifically <laughs> like about years later, how it was like. If you watch the movie, <laughs> halfway through the game, it switches gear completely and turns into a different game. Um, I don't even think it's like halfway. It's like you get to act three yeah. and suddenly you're in a new you're completely linear game. You're literally on tracks. Yeah. And like, like it, literally on rails. The game tries to set up the, the end of the game set pays off things that were not set up in the media. Yeah. And I'm just really bothered like that. People are like, it's not really that much extra homework you have to do for it. You shouldn't have to do any homework. It should tell a complete story on its own. Well, yeah, like I should want, after playing the game or while playing the game, I should want to go watch the anime and mm -hmm. watch the movie and stuff like that to get more of the world. Yeah. I shouldn't have to. Yeah. Because like, yeah. Anyway, we were talking about competitive games and none of these are competitive. <laughs> well, it's, it's gaming yeah. in general. Um, but, I'm actually excited that's to one see of the things that... how you're going to get into League of Legends. I'm curious to see how you're casually. Going to yeah. No, I, I just mean like how you're going to interact with it. Like what characters are going to gravitate towards, like how you're going to play around with things, what you're going to enjoy. Like, cause like it, it really is a game that you develop a personal relationship with mm -hmm. um, just in terms of the items you're drawn to, the kind of play styles you're drawn to. And so I'm really curious to see how that happens for you. Well, it's like with Hades, I just, I like the, the stabby stick. Stabby. Stick stick. Stabby stick. And that, that was it. That was the only yeah. weapon I liked. Um, but one thing after watching, playing a little bit of League of Legends and watching Arcane, um, that I was, I was really disappointed. I feel like the people at Blizzard must be just kicking themselves <laughs> in, the, in the ass for not having an Overwatch animated series out already. There was so Because much... now they're just going to be... Yeah. Now, it's, no matter what they do, if they did the best thing ever, it's just copying Arcane. And I, I don't, like, I told And you... there's way more story. Like, there's so mm -hmm. much story in Overwatch mm -hmm. that is there that you could tell. And it's like, they they never did it. Yeah, they even tapered off with the comic books, which was apparently mm -hmm. something they were really excited to do. And it's because, like I said... And the animated shorts. They were yeah. doing those really on the regular for At, the first while. Like, Activision was all here to support the game, but then they realized that they could make... As it became popular, they made more money off of esports, so they cut they cut the yeah. development team, focused all of their efforts on esports, and suddenly there was no one to develop story. There was no one to develop new characters. Uh, well, yeah, and like once they got into esports, they kind of stopped developing new characters because mm -hmm. then, okay, if a new character comes in, the meta changes, and that yeah. kind of breaks the game for uh, professional esports, and the game became less fun. Like, for honestly, I didn't normal people. I didn't expect, uh, especially like as like you know things like uh, um, League of Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch League, came out. League of Overwatch. I fully expected League to be dethroned. Because within a four-year span that I was playing, it grew so quickly. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it kind of has been by um, that other... Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh, they're different audiences. They're much different audiences. But I think um, Fortnite kind of... Here's the, the thing with Fortnite. I, I played it once. I was like, okay, this is... I guess it, I, I, I see the appeal, mm -hmm. but it wasn't for me. Yeah. Battle Royale games, I just... I can't... I tried Apex Legends for a while... I hate that Apex Legends has such these careful. These I don't like the characters. base building mechanic. Oh, that's awful. You might like Apex Legends then. Um, um, like I, I think Overwatch had a bo a border, a battle royale kind of thing for a, a week mm -hmm. or two, and I really liked that. So it, it's not that I don't like the battle royale system. System. It was the base building mechanic that I didn't like. Yeah. That you were kind of. 
that that's what I didn't. You like. were pigeonholed into mastering that because, like, okay, like it's called Fortnite, but your forts are basically there to give you a crow's eye. But the thing, yeah, and the thing with Fortnite though that I really appreciate is they immediately were like, we have a fan base merchandise yes which is something you know overwatch didn't release action figures until mm -hmm. like three years into the game yeah um league of legends didn't release them until just until now arcane. but it's because they're like okay arcane is coming out we're going to reach a new audience let's get some merchandise out and mm -hmm. now there's merchandise um but and, and nintendo has never been on on it never. with like action figures and stuff except and they, pokemon which is more game pokemon freak. but that's game free yeah um uh, which i think the pokemon company Which, now honestly but, like when league of legends was like but that's one thing that i do really appreciate is that they immediately for Fortnite, they were like yes mm -hmm. you like the game we're going to give you a thousand other things you can enjoy too yeah and that's something um, i find a lot of video games don't do because that also is a way for your gaming property to make money without charging people up the ass yes um i mean i think Fortnite does do loot boxes do they i have no idea okay uh, <laughs> sound off in the comments below um unless you're listening to this on but iTunes, yeah i think the just... reason why you know like league of legends is now even putting out toys that aren't featured in arcane yeah uh like zed and thresh who i never was a fan of zed and i main thresh for a while um <clears throat> is because like maybe that's something they wanted to do as they got big but then they're like okay no big events are being associated with the game if we mm -hmm. put out toys now they're just going to fall on a deaf audience yeah. So I think like Arcane and the production of that actual, you know, uh, media. And because they were working on it for so long, they mm -hmm. may have been like, hold off. Yeah. Like uh, we're going to release this on Cartoon Network or something mm -hmm. and it's going to be big. And mm -hmm. then, you know, it didn't go to Cartoon Network. It went to Netflix, which may have even honestly been better because oh, yeah. I feel like more people see it on Netflix than would have ever seen it on yeah, Cartoon, Cartoon Network. Yeah, Cartoon Network is really floundering right now in terms of just having content. Cartoon Network and... I think Nickelodeon is doing better. Just in terms is of Nickelodeon even a thing anymore? Yep. It's kind of a battle between the two of them, Nickelodeon versus Cartoon Network and making mm -hmm. butting heads. Um, I could see this being something, if, if Arcane was coming out in the 90s, MTV would have bought it. Oh, instantaneously. Oh, yeah. Like, as is. Like, you know, just change it to a 2D animation style. Like, they would have bought all the content. They would have bought the swears. They would have bought, like, oh, everything. The, Every the darkness. Because, yeah, like... Uh, anyway, um... I'm ex excited to see how League of Legends is going to evolve post-Arcane. Mm -hmm. uh, just because when you get something that's been around for this long, you don't usually get a flux of content like that. Uh, that's usually... Well, it may not be a... a uh, it, it, like, I feel like... And I think I've already kind of seen it. People who have watched Arcane and then said, like, oh, I want to mm -hmm. check out the game. And because I know that the downloads for the game have been up. Mm -hmm. since arcane came out and so i think a lot of people are kind of jumping over mm -hmm. um they're probably making a lot of money and i because they have um the, it's it's called like the intro character pack or something mm -hmm. um for basically the price of one character you get five no way. and three of them are from arcane mm -hmm. um so i think they know yeah. like yeah and they're leaning into this i'm excited to see where arcane is gonna go i'm I'm really interested to see how this is going to affect the future of League of Legends because, like, it's been around in terms of just squaring off, like, the kind of RTS uh, competitive sports, even though it kind of got eclipsed by Overwatch for a while. Um, but now... Overwatch I've... never really got that big in esports. Um, I think there were two years where it was kind of just, like, the everything. It, it never became number one, mm. I don't think. Um, 
it became big, but it was mostly because Blizzard was actually getting a lot of sponsors for it. Uh. Because watching it is a lot more fun than like most esport games. Mm -hmm. Like watching someone play Overwatch, is, especially with like the cameras switching and stuff like that between yeah. different players, and then with the the kind they of drone, made it very visually stimulating. Yeah, that's a lot more fun to watch than watching someone play League of Legends. Oh yeah, because League of Legends, like I tried to watch competitive League of Legends. I tried to watch people kind of giving instruction instructional videos on League of Legends. I'm like, yeah. I can't do this. It's too boring. Yeah. Um, and so it was a lot of fun to watch, but it never became like the, mm -hmm. this huge thing where there are some esports competitions with like million dollar prizes and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, that's League of Legends. Yeah, but that wasn't Overwatch. Yeah. Um, I did think it was funny when we were looking it up on Netflix, uh, Arcane. Um, Dota. The, there was Dota, the, the, the Dota, Dota, animated Dota, Dota animated series. And I was like, did this come out before or after? Because if it came out before, it would be a hilarious repetition of history. <laughs> uh, Dota came out before. Oh God! That's yeah. another Blizzard thing. <laughs> uh, Dawn of the Ages. Oh, is uh, that what Dota stands for? I've yeah. never known what it yeah. stood for. Uh, Dota came out like in the late. I, I forget what it was from. No, it was from a game just called Warcraft, and it was closer to Starcraft. Basically, it was real top-down real-time strategy, army command sort of game. Well, that's Blizzard. It's Blizzard. So it started as Warcraft, and then Dota was a mod made for it, like a special game mode where you would control one character. Yeah. And you would go around and kill other characters instead of an army. And that became super, super popular. Oh, that's like um, that other really popular esport that I'm blanking mm -hmm. on that was a Half-Life mod. Hmm. hmm. Oh, Team Fortress? No. Oh. Okay. Uh, was it a Half-Life mod or But Dota became super super popular and then Riot made League of Legends, which was a much more structured three-lane kind of well you played it like the yeah. three-lane sort of structure. Um it was more competitive by nature because there were object there were quantifiable objectives. Yeah. Dota 2 three-lane structure. <laughs> um which the three-lane structure what that is is you basically start on a corner of the mm -hmm. map and then there are three Literally, like, three pathways that yeah. you can go down to get to the other edge and you have of the to, map. The, the objective is to get your army, your creeper, your minions, to that end objectives so they and can... Blow everything up. Blow everything up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because it's, quantifi it's a quantifiable objective, it became very interesting because you could gauge strategy in a uh, controlled way rather than just having everyone go amok. Yeah. Um, and so that's why that model became so popular was because of League of Legends, because yeah. of Dota, because they were making a modification of Dota, which was a modification of Warcraft. Yeah. And it's just hilarious to see that Dota got an animated series out first. Nobody's talking about it. Everyone's talking about the League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> like, once again, Blizzard is failing <laughs> at doing Blizzard things. Yeah. It's, it's like... It, it, it's... It's kind of, it's, it's like when the Warcraft movie mm -hmm. came out, and I'm like, this should have came out right after Lord of the Rings. Yes, like, I mean, it also should releasing have been, this twenty years later. It also shouldn't have been as CG generated as it was. Like, it was just weird looking. Well, the whole thing was CG. I know, but it was like, but it didn't need to be. Yeah, there was an uncanny valley problem with Warcraft. Yeah, like the humans yeah. didn't need to be CG. Yeah. Um. But you know, artistic value, whatever. Um, I mean, like it probably would have been cheaper. It, it to should have, have either humans. been live action or more stylized, because there was that you know like Polar Express on Kitty Valley going yeah. for it, and that's why I say like it should have came out right after Lord of the Rings, because mm -hmm. there was this craving for more high fantasy yeah. 
that people tried to fill with like Aragon and Narnia. What about the Beowulf movie? Remember that? Yeah, that didn't go anywhere. No, it wasn't anything. And that Angelina Jolie was the only highlight of that. That was movie. more of uh, Zemeckis experimenting with the the terrible CGI. Um, <laughs> Because he also did Polar Express. Oh, oh no. Um, Angelina Jolie looked good, but like, that was yeah. it. <laughs> but I mean, Angelina Jolie has proved that she looks good from the 90s to 2021. So putting her through a computer <laughs> is like, okay, <laughs> what's that going to do? Um, she played a video game character, and now a video game play- character is playing her. Like, that's her relationship with Tomb yeah. Raider. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she, she inceptioned. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm I'm super excited for the second season of Arcane. Mm-hmm. I'm sad that it's a, more than a year away. I know, um, but we're gonna get Witcher soon. It's gonna be great. Like, yeah, um, and, and you've got League of Legends, the game, to worry about until. Well, like I said, like I, I I think you expect me to play it a lot more. Oh. Then I'm going to. I could get into it again. Um, <laughs> like right now, like I could play it tonight. As of right now, I don't plan on it. Oh, because I, I was gonna when we got off here, I was gonna suggest getting on and playing. On. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I don't want to become addicted to it and then be like, actually, you know what? I am going to try competitive. Oh my god! Because <laughs> uh, that is what would happen. Um. Like you were saying, you're having fun playing against bots. I think after a little bit, you will get a little bit bored because bots, even at the more advanced levels, get very predictable. And so, like, it's just it's just like winning. <laughs> it gets to a point where it's just like, I'm one of those bad gamers. I'm not great at video games. That's I, fine. I usually don't play on hard difficulties. I usually play on normal or easy. Um, I don't drop down to like super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, the only game I've ever beaten on its hardest difficulty has been Resident Evil 3, the remake. Mm. Um, and that's because I had unlocked the unlimited rocket launcher <laughs> before I got there. <laughs> um, I miss games with cheat codes, man. Well, there like, were no cheat codes. It was you had to beat the game a series of times. I know, but like, you know, like unlockable stuff. Like yeah. I miss games with unlockable stuff. The Resident cheats, Evil games like... have a lot of a lot of unlockable stuff. Okay. Um the remakes anyway. The originals also did, I think. Um But yeah, it's it's I, I've been kind of on the peripheral of online competitive gaming <clears throat> for a while now. Um where I never climbed above platinum in Overwatch, so I never got into that kind of tier of. I think like, you got to platinum once. Oh, yeah, I did. That's why I never got above platinum. Okay, yeah. Um. Actually, that's a lie. I got to diamond with Mercy once. No way. Yeah. I never got to diamond with anyone. I got to diamond with Mercy, and then they nerfed her. I mean, I, and I remember. Then I never I re- got there again. <laughs> I remember consistently getting into platinum. Um, I was like, I you was know, always low gold. When when you took my Zenyatta statistics with Overwatch, I was playing on a like you know super high level tier. Yeah. And then they just kept screwing around with characters. They kept screwing around with the meta. Um, I, and oddly, like, because there was that app that would kind of tell you, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Diva was my best character. Mm-hmm. Even though it was Mercy that I climbed to Diamond with, yeah, 
and just because Blizzard had a really fucked up way of calculating where you got where you went, yeah, basically gauging you against when you play Diva, you're playing against all the other Divas, yeah, um, like you know, like their average statistics rather than like, am I doing well in this matchup? And it mm-hmm. was just, it was just, silly. and at the time, nobody was playing Mercy, mm-hmm. which is why I was doing so well with Zenyatta because nobody played Zenyatta, and I was the only person who was. You know, yes, yeah, everyone. It was Lucio, 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 Lucio. <sighs> what killed Overwatch for me was when they made that huge buff to Junkrat. Oh, yeah. They like, still haven't nerfed him. Yeah, because like I was consistently getting plays of the game as Zenyatta, either for doing damage, for doing like big burst healings. And then it just became play of the game, Junkrat, play of the game, Junkrat, play of the mm-hmm. game, Junkrat, play of the game, Junkrat. And it was just, it stopped being sporadic it stopped mm-hmm. being spontaneous and it just started getting like okay who's gonna get play of the game it's gonna be Junkrat. i just i have one game from overwatch that i remember perfectly mm-hmm. uh i forget what map it was so apparently i don't remember it perfectly. <laughs> but um we were on defense mm-hmm. and i was bastion was it a move the point capture the point it was a move the point okay um I was Bastion, and my team decided, let's support the Bastion. <laughs> Go figure. And so I had an Orisa and a Reinhardt, and a Mercy, and a Junkrat, and a Symmetra. Oh. It was when Symmetra had the six turrets. Oh. So she basically set up the six turrets at a choke point. Um, Orisa was standing in front of me. I was behind a wall, so her shield was in front of me. Reinhardt tilted his shield up. So Farah couldn't get me. Uh-huh. And I was being boosted by the Mercy. And then as they were coming at me, because I was visible, mm-hmm. but behind the shield, Junkrat was lobbing stuff at from, from behind. And they never moved the point. And I was like, oh my god, this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and then, that's, that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> I was like, this is strategy. And then and they never countered it. Like They could have done something to get behind the shields a like diva like just to fly in there and screw things up yeah because as soon as i was as soon as i was taken out the team was screwed yeah because like it was the, all built around the me. second you get uh because arissa got her shield has got her shield down but the second you've got her or reinhardt distracted there's an opening yeah uh but you know whatever um it was fun that's why I played the game so much, because sometimes things like that would well, happen. Well, that, that's the reason why, you know, like, I got into that toxic area, why you got into that toxic area with Overwatch, why I did with League of Legends, is because, like, you cling on to these one or two moments where it's just, like... I want to relive that. Yeah. And I mean, and again... you're chasing that high. Yeah, it's like chasing the dragon. It's, again, mm-hmm. it's that gambling thing of yep. you want to hear the ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. And so you just keep going and keep going, and then you're... You, you don't have your house anymore. And in, when it comes to competitive video games, you've lost your mind. Yeah. And yeah, there's lost... no getting it back. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't um, found mine. <laughs> honestly, like when I think back to League of Legends, the one the matches that I enjoyed the best, win or lose, were the ones where I was having fun talking to people, mm. which is always a gamble. I was informed recently that the best way to play the game is to turn chat off. And yeah. not talk to the enemy team or your own team. I always got along better with the enemy team because my <laughs> own team was toxic as crap. I would make fun of my own teammates um, with the enemy team. I'd be like, oh, lol, he's <laughs> raging. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be mean. I would be counter mean. Uh, mean to people who are being mean. Yeah. Um, I, I would absolutely rip into people who started bullying other members of the team. Yeah. Uh, I could not. To- I would not tolerate that. Um. I never cheated. I was never like, hey, um, 
Zed's coming to lower lane. I wouldn't cheat. I would just be, I would call him out. Yeah. And the other team, why did, why was the other team always like the fun guys? It's like, hey, they're totally awesome. And then they'd report, they'd report them. Like, yeah. So like, but yeah, like I, I just wish people would not take these things so seriously. Honestly, yeah. I don't think anyone under the age of 28 should be playing <laughs> competitive online games. Well, partially, yeah. And you I'm like, you know what? Like you need realize to realize that there's more to life than this. Because when you're younger, like your experiences are so limited. You're like, I'm playing League of Legends. I'm good at League of Legends. I have but invested you know what, a though? lot of time into League of Legends. I should be good at this. You know what, what though? What? Kids who play sports. I mean, that does become a lot of a huge component of their identity. That's what I mean. Yeah. It, it becomes to the point for some people where, you know, they're up at five in the morning practicing soccer or football or baseball or hockey or whatever. And, you know, they're paying a fortune for. And then like, if you don't succeed, like if your team right, goes, has a bad match or if your team mm -hmm. goes up against a team that's much more skilled than you, it's, it feels like a waste. It feels like it feels a waste. Like a waste time, and a, lot of, and and a lot of times when you're like a kid in sports, then you have to deal with an angry parent, too. Oh, yeah. And so it's, you know, it's is it better for them to be in video games or is it competitive video games or competitive sports? Yeah. And it's like both of them have team building involved. Um, one of them doesn't involve a toxic parent, hopefully. Um, toxic parents usually telling you to turn it off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or telling you pause it. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> still. Um, so it, it's kind of like competitive video games have really just, I think, become the competitive sports for that age demographic. Yeah. And... I feel like there is sort of a, and this is a whole other topic, I won't get into expanding on it here, but for a lot of people our age mm -hmm. uh, who are in very hard into competitive gaming, not to the point where they're professionals and actually making money off of it, but mm -hmm. it's like a part of their identity. Yeah. It's something they can succeed in that I've seen this isn't being games. influenced by the outer world. Yeah, I've seen like, you know, like kind of like the, people the economy making, collapsing doesn't make you bad at League of Legends. Yeah, people talking about like video games and web comments and making sort of web comics or just demonstrating their feelings. It's like, okay, you go to school, you're mediocre at school. Your parents are mad at you for not doing chores. Like it's always, everything in your life is just a constant nag. But then you turn on a video game and you get to see what you never see in your real life, which is you win. Yeah, you're good at something. You're good at this. You, you have won something, you've made an accomplishment. And I feel like, so I feel like there is definitely a place yeah. for competitive games. I feel like there's a, yeah, there, and I feel like there's a place for sports. I feel like we as a society have a lot of conflict around where our values are in terms of being competitive. Yeah. Um, because we, we at the same time, I think come we from a very too much competition. We come from a Christianized society, which we kind of tenets of Christianity are meekness, our humbleness, um, playing oneself down. And yet we celebrate sports and competition. Mm -hmm. So I think I don't think it's a matter of being too competitive or you know having talk. I think it's more about having very conflicting ideas of competition. What is a valid competition? What is an invalid competition? Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of attitude is where a lot of that toxicity derives from in a more fundamental level. Yeah. And I think a lot of that kind of comes from the parent side of things that a parent can't really take credit for their kid being good at Overwatch, but they can take credit for them being good at hockey or mm -hmm. baseball or Some soccer or Some parents have football. started to take credit for their kids being good at esports. Uh, um, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, parents who have taken their kids out of school to practice with esports and train 
Um, I don't. Well, yeah, because they see esports players making money, yeah. and they're like, yeah. "Oh, this is a thing." Which, like, you know, like this is an entirely other issue. Are esports valid as like a career vocation? I mean, I think so because it's like, is YouTube valid as a career? I say yes. Other people say no. I mean, but like honestly, if I you disagree. Can, if you can make money off of it, it's valid. Yeah. Like this, um, this is. It's like a lot of people would say that you know, um, doing art online is invalid mm-hmm. but it's like yeah but if you make you know you're, you're making more than your parents combined like, yeah sorry make drawing furry porn like yeah so yeah um <laughs> we're just kind of stopped you dead with that one we're just kind of spiraling now um capitalism so, bad like capitalism bad video games maybe bad video tbd game, video games part of are part of our growing and evolving life in the same way that the invention of a basketball was part of evolve of change of culture changing yeah so like you know we can accept it or reject it it doesn't change the fact that it is yeah um and video games will continue to evolve in different ways not just graphically but how they take place in our culture mm-hmm. more people who more this something that a lot of you know hashtag gamers trademark mm-hmm. get really angry with is people watching the cutscenes from a video game on youtube they're like no you have to play the game but it's bringing more people into the fan base than there was before well, like Arc- and so to bring it back to arcane arcane has demonstrated that people are interested in just the lore without the yeah. gameplay and but I- there's a lot of people who will sit down and watch the the cutscenes for the last of us mm-hmm. but not play the game or the cutscenes for um, my roommate in college in Uncharted, but not play the game. My roommate in university watched the cutscenes for The Force Unwakened. Force Awakened. The Force Awakens? No. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Yeah. And I like played the game, so I was like, okay, you're missing some context that happened between these two scenes. So like, yeah, but you were... then you're the problem. Um, no, I was just saying, I was filling in the gaps. I was like, okay, okay, there was a conversation that happened between these two characters before. But what I'm basically saying is that video games are getting to a point in our culture where you can even enjoy them without playing them. Yeah. And I think that's good. Mm-hmm. And if people enjoy them by playing them competitively or people enjoy them by not even playing them at all, mm-hmm. I think that's good. And it's a new art form that is still very much in its baby stages. And this it's is... like, as far as video games go, comparing it to the film industry, we're in the 1920s. Yeah. And it's so weird because video games are at the same time, they're becoming a competitive sport, but they're still an art form. And yeah. it's really interesting to see how it's a multimedia art form that's really coming, that's really starting to blossom. And I'm very excited to see where video games go from here. And I'm very absolutely excited, very excited to see where Riot and League of Legends go from here. Also, yeah, bringing it back on topic. Um, so that will be it for today. To thank die. you. So die. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the this episode of the podcast uh this is the last episode before christmas Mm -hmm. so for everyone listening i hope you have a very happy holiday season um and we'll have an episode out before new year so we'll get to that later Mm -hmm. um but a very happy holiday season i hope that you you get get to spend time on your christmas list (laughs) i hope that you're on santa's nice list or the naughty list if that's where you'd prefer i mean spank me santa um (laughs) Spends if if you're not under lockdown or anything like that, spend some time with your family. You never yeah. know when they'll not be around anymore. So Ooh. thank you <laughs> so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another podcast. And uh, like, subscribe, comment, all that stuff for engagement that I should probably say at the top of these things, but I don't. <laughs>
My just so interested. We're, we're here to mingle, you know? <laughs> we're invested. It's like I get in front of the microphone and I'm just like, Bleh. word vomit. You know, I really appreciate I think it's very earnest of you that you do kind of put all the marketing promotional stuff aside and you're like, I'm just going to talk. I would probably have more YouTube subscribers if at the beginning of every video I was like, like, subscribe, do the thing. Maybe we should make just a reel where that you put in front of every I video. I was thinking about doing that earlier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's a that's a maybe. Not for the next video because that's the... It's Patreon exclusive. Yeah. They're already paying me, so I'm not going <laughs> to ask them for more money. Um, anyway, yes. I do this every fucking episode. Thank you so much for listening. My name is James. I'm Nick. And we'll see you again next time. See ya.